the promise of God in 1 Corinthians 10.13 is wonderful. And I want to make it more wonderful for you in three sessions by clarifying the nature of temptation or this word behind temptation by clarifying the nature of God's faithfulness and by clarifying how God keeps us from being ruined by temptation. No temptation or no testing has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and He will not let you be tempted or tested beyond what you're able, beyond your ability. But with the temptation or the test, He will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Father, as we look at this glorious commitment of your faithfulness to your people to keep them from being ruined by overpowering tests and temptations, help us to understand it according to your good will for us and to embrace it as the foundation of our ongoing perseverance and our security and make it to the end. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So the first thing I want to do in this session, I think we'll do three sessions on this, is clarify that word right there. Three clarifications. Number one, it's the same word, whether testing or temptation, it's the same word in the original language. Now, in a sense, you'll need to take my word for it if you don't know Greek, but let me try to show you as much as I can. He will not let you be tempted. So there's the verb, tempted or tested, perazzo with the passive voice. Here's the preceding context of verses 5 through 10, where we must not put Christ to the test as some of them tested. That's the very same word as we have in verse 13. Perazon, eperazon is the aorist active And so here we have the passive, very same word. Therefore, it is warranted to at least suggest that the word tempt here as a translation is too limiting because when most of us hear the word temptation here and tempted here and temptation here, we think of things like sex and overeating and greed and and we don't think of things like cancer and loss of job and a a mob in the streets threatening us. And yet this text is that broad. And I, I can show you that, not just because of this first observation. That's number one. Here's number two. You can see this one for yourself. What is the context of verse 13 of chapter 10? Let's go read it. Here's the preceding context. With most of them, the Israelites in the wilderness, after they crossed the Red Sea and came out into the wilderness and began to undergo the hardships, most of them, with most of them, God was not pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. God punished them. Now these things took place as examples for us, that we might not desire evil as they did, But we must not indulge in 
sexual immorality. So there's the warrant for using the word temptation. That is a danger that they fell prey to, and he's warning us against it. So don't be like them. Don't indulge in sexual immorality as some of them did, and 23,000 fell in a day. And here's number two. We must not put Christ to the test as some of them tested him. And here's number three. They were destroyed. I didn't finish that. And they were destroyed by serpents. Now, number three, nor should we grumble or nor must be grumble. So don't be involved in sexual immorality. Don't put Christ to the test. Don't grumble as some of them did and were destroyed. And then he comes and says, no temptation or no test. So what what was he referring to here when he talked about God being tested or grumbling? What, what were they grumbling about? What were the tests? Here's the example from the Old Testament, the place where that's coming from. Therefore, the people quarreled with Moses and said, give us water to drink. And Moses said to them, why do you quarrel with me? Why do you test the Lord? But the people thirsted there for water, and the people grumbled against Moses and said, Why do you bring us up out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our livestock with thirst? So they tested the Lord, and they grumbled, which is what we're told not to do. Don't put Christ to the test. Don't grumble. And what were they testing What was uh, the test to the Lord and the grumbling? Well, the test to the Lord was their complaining that they didn't have water. Their grumbling was what they didn't have water. They They were testing, putting the Lord to the test by saying, He can't do this. He can't provide water for us. So we're going to be very angry and grumbling. And therefore... I'm arguing that this test here in verse 13, when he applies this same word to us, includes things like sex, okay, sexual temptation, and not enough water or provisions or food or clothes or shelter or medicine, whatever threatens you and makes you want to grumble. Or here's, here's another example from the Old Testament of what it's talking about when you're not supposed to, to grumble. Caleb quieted the people before Moses. This is after they came back from scouting out the promised land. And some of them said, we can do it. And some said, we can't do it. Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and occupy it, for we are able to overcome it. We can do this. And then the men who had gone up with him said, we're not able to go up against this people, for they were strong, they're stronger than we are. Then all the congregation raised a loud cry, and the people wept that night, and the people of Israel grumbled against Moses and Aaron. The whole congregation said to them, Would that we had died in the land of Egypt. So what are they grumbling about? And we're, we're told in verse 9, of 1 Corinthians 10, not to grumble, not to put the Lord to the test? And the answer is danger from enemies. Okay, 
So now you see, you see what I'm doing. I'm saying in the context, since this word temptation can mean testing as well as temptation, we should let the context decide what kind of testing or temptation is included in verse 13. And my answer is sexual temptation is included. Lack of provisions is included. Danger of hardships and adversaries is included. In other words, anything Anything that can lure you away from God, anything that can make you angry at God, anything that can disappoint you with God or make you walk away from him because you think he won't take care of you. So the context demands that this not be limited to what we usually think of as temptations, but include all the hardships of life. And, and, and the third observation is simply to say, think of the nature, just the nature nature of temptation. All temptations are are tests of faith. Are they not? When you are tempted to some illicit behavior or attitude, you're your faith in God, your resting in God, your trust in Him, your treasure in God, your being satisfied in God is being tested. Will you leave the faith and embrace the sin? And what's the nature of testing? All tests are temptations. Not to trust him. Right? If you don't have enough water and you think you're going to die of thirst in the wilderness, you're tempted to not trust God. If you think there's a big enemy coming and you can't conquer him, you're tempted to not trust God that he can take care of you. So I'm arguing don't limit temptation in this to a few uh, sins that most people think about. Here's my summary of what we've seen now so far. Test and temptation are one word, the same word in the original language. Number two, in the context, they refer to both the tug of sexual sin, uh, the tug toward anger and fear over possible pain and obedience. Not enough water, too many enemies. And third, all temptations are tests and all tests are temptations. Temptations threaten to pull us away from God with deceitful pleasures. Tests threaten to push us away from God because of the pain and obedience. There are really only two ways that we fall into sin. One is being allured there by pleasure. One is being chased there by the pain of obedience. They are the same in that both temptation and tests always threaten to lead our hearts away from God and His ways for the sake of something we feel is more satisfying, less costly. So, the first reason this promise is more wonderful than we thought is that He's not just promising here that no temptation will lead us away to destruction, but no test will of any kind. 